From the sports field to the shearing shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. It's business time. It's business. It's business time. Time to get down to business. Catch up with Phil O'Reilly. Welcome him back from jet setting around the globe. Morning, Phil. Morning, BK. I'm, I'm, uh, I just arrived back. I was just telling your producer I've... Um, I'm a bit jet lagged, mate. I feel like I've got a hangover, but I didn't have anything to drink last night. It's just hopeless. That's just the worst of all worlds, isn't it? Oh, it is really. It's awful when it's like that. I mean, last time we spoke this time last week, you were in a pub in England. The week before that, you were in San Francisco. You've been everywhere. Exactly, around the world. But back now for Christmas. So, so nice. looking forward to being back in New Zealand. Great fun, yeah. All right. Well, you've come back to a, a government first off. We do finally have a government. So what will business think of the, the various coalition agreements that we're now seeing? Yeah, well, it's interesting. See, there's been a lot of uh, interest in the media about, you know, the work program that's been agreed, and and I think there'll be a lot that businesses support, and that some things are a bit more worrisome. But you know, on the whole, I think the business community would be pretty happy with that, and the the uh, and the direction of travel looks pretty good to us. But you know, Brian, business actually also wants a bunch of other stuff out of the political process. A lot to do with predictability, stability, long term thinking, um, problem solving in government, so things don't get. Uh, don't get too edgy too quickly. And and what was interesting to me as I read those coalition agreements, all of the, the policies and the ministerships, well, that's fantastic. But the critical thing to me was they've specifically written down how they will think about new policy development, how they will think about what good public policy looks like, how they will solve problems amongst themselves, how they will renew their work program as they go along. Now, that's all critical stuff to business, that, because the policies are one thing, but how you get there, how you change them, how the traffic of politics gets sorted out, all of that's critically important to business. So I think it's a real maturing of MMP that that sort of thing's happening and it's been written down so that if they don't do it in the future, people like me and you can hold them to account to say, look, you're not living up to what you said you were going to do. So you know, I think it's a very good thing. And when I looked at, through those agreements, that was the stuff that I really thought, well, that's, that's a very good new development and I hope it'll, hope it'll lead to a better government. I think Chris Luxon needs to ro- uh, rope in Winston a wee bit. I think he needs to be uh, brought back into line, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, on that stuff, mate, I mean, there's some, you know, people, are, the media, are the media biased? Well, are they? It's, mm. it's, it's a very big argument, of course. And, um, you know, there's a certainly one, one thing I noticed looking at the New Zealand media from overseas as I was reading the first few days of the government, they haven't given them much of a honeymoon, have they? They're straight into them. They're straight, yeah. you know, they're attacking them straight away. Now, that's good for democracy and I'm no doubt good, good on the media, but yeah, you've got to think, well, gee, um, yeah. you're not giving them a chance at all. You're not going to engage with them. You're just going to attack them. So I think that's you know something the media's got to think about and answer for later on. Very, very good point. And, and a lot of focus too uh, for, for farmers in, in the coalition agreement. And I think it's going to let the farmers off the hook, take the pressure off a lot, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's an interesting thought that you've got a, you've got a minister and three associates, one from mm. each of the parties, national Act and New Zealand First. And what was interesting about the appointments there, you've got two, I think, two, at least two of them, who are ex-Federated Farmers people. In other words, people who really know farming, no matter yeah. what you think of Federated Farmers, they, they know farming, they are farmers. Now, we're really critical that they work well together, but it demonstrates that farming has a real focus from this government. And I think it's now up to the farming community to step up and, and say, here's what we want, you know, stand for something rather than standing against things and, and saying we don't like things. Because I think the nature of regulation in the agriculture sector needs to be workable it needs to be simple. It needs to be able to be done. But that doesn't mean we don't have any of it. Uh, let me give an example. I was in a high-end food store in New York last week, and we saw their New Zealand lamb for sale in a big, flash New York supermarket, emphasising animal welfare, emphasising how these lambs are being well-treated on farm. Now, could we put hand on hearts 
as New Zealanders and say every lamb on all of our farms is well treated. No, we can't. Uh, and so it just shows the world is watching us. So the mm-hmm. answer is not no regulation. The answer is to make sure that we can still retain access to markets and be proud of our farming community, but make those regulations workable, make them sensible, make them easy to operate in. And that's, I think, the, t- the task of the new agriculture team, and I hope they get on and do it. Totally agree with you. And there's been a lot of controversy lately too, um, and you can, you, you've probably experienced it firsthand about the queues at Auckland uh, International Airport. You were there yesterday, so what did you see? Yeah, interesting actually. I thought I was going to, I thought I'd mention this to everybody because uh, I know there'll be a lot of people travelling and coming home over the next few months through Auckland Airport and these, these reports of big queues at the uh, Ministry for Primary Industries line as you're coming into the country. Well, yesterday it was a, it was a pleasant surprise. Actually, I came in and uh, all three big US carriers on the tarmac all at once, Delta, United and American Airlines. I mean, that's never been seen in Auckland before mm-hmm. except for the last few days. So that's fantastic to see those high-value US tourists coming in. But as I came towards the MPI line, they've instituted a new thing called the Green Lane, where if you've got nothing to declare, uh, they put you through a lane so you can you can go through the MPI process before you pick up your bag. And then you go through, the, you go through an electronic line, and it's very, very simple. So my queuing to come into New Zealand yesterday was precisely zero minutes. I did wow. not queue at all. And I think that's a great innovation from MPI, and I think they will be congratulated on that. Now we just need to sort out, Brian, aviation security on the way through uh, to get into the airport. They're just as bad as ever. One of the worst government agencies I know, they're dreadful. And uh, they need to have the same kind of innovation that MPI is clearly trying to do as we come into New Zealand. So as a New Zealander coming through, with nothing to declare. I hope, the, uh, I hope your Christmas will be a little bit better coming to Auckland Airport. Nice. Hey, Phil, great to have you back, mate. Uh, enjoy your day, and we'll talk again next week when you're not so jet-lagged. Phil O'Reilly out of Iron Duke Partners He uh, talks a lot of sense and a lot of business each Wednesday morning here on the Country Sport Breakfast One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover It's not scary at all If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl And I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip You're done You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.